Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, quad city sports fans of all ages. <laughs> Nacho Radio and Bar Wars Trivia is proud to present to you the best quad city sports podcast in the world. Brian Stocking. Yes, I am here. That boy. The OG on the marquee, Jaybird. Of oh, the stockpile stocking. I forgot my, your hashtag nickname. And the cat who runs a chat with that stat man, Surge. <laughs> what is on your chin? What happened? It's <laughs> on my chin. What's, on, what's around your hair oh. is what... Well, I had to come up with some type of headband in honor of uh, the 2018 Home Run Derby champion. So oh. I had to make shift uh, my red, white, and blue headband. So just in honor of him. So anyway, we are Don't Hassle Us. We're local. We're not a Quad City Sports Podcast. We're not the Quad City Sports Podcast. We are your Quad City Sports Podcast. We are back after a break. It's Tuesday, July 17th, 2018. Uh, it's my brother's birthday. So happy birthday to him. Ryan? Nope, the other one, the older brother. It's Sean Duncan's birthday today, and it's All-Star Game Tuesday. Yes. So, yeah, I'm going to take off my headband, though. Congratulations to Bryce Harper, your 2018 Home Run Derby The Midsummer's Night's Classic. The, uh, what the All-Star uh, Game is about is tonight. Yeah. What do you go to, uh, for? What? What is that, just a sigh, like, oh, you're just happy to be back into the swing? Stupid Bryce Harper crap. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? This is so, uh, I watched. I, I forgot about it. You forgot what do you, which part? You forgot about the Home Run Derby, or you already forgot about what an epic night it was? <laughs> oh my gosh! Epic night! You're delusional. Are you kidding me? You didn't have what, you what didn't enjoy ep- that? What was epic about it? Schwarber's twenty one. The, the, the in the uh, I heard semis. Lost well, it was twenty one. The semis was pretty cool. You still have fuzz on your chin. Yeah. From what? <laughs> I don't know. From watching the all from watching Home Run Derby last uh, night. You didn't. You. I mean, okay. First things first. You don't watch the Home Run. No, Derby. I don't. I just don't find it in, in, entertaining. I mean, it's like it'd be like watching a bunch of f- football kickers kick field goals from you know the, you know from the fifty yard line. You know, sixty yard field goals. That doesn't I'm, that doesn't excite that doesn't float my boat. It's like okay. the slam dunk. I don't watch the slam dunk contest. Okay. The last time I watched the slam dunk contest was when Jordan beat Wilkins in '88, and they should have said that's the best we got. Turn off the lights. I'd be willing to bet though. Like when, it, is there everything working here through the microphones? No. Sound good? No. It's not. It's not plugged in. Okay. Let's 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 do that. That would be a good idea. Yeah. Are we now on? Uh, now we're on. Yeah. Hey, hey so, guys, it's been a week. <laughs> I, I, I I've I've already messed this up. I've um. It's because you were wearing that Bryce Harper headband. Yeah, so the, the volume's there. The so you, you guys Washington. know the opening, how it is, and you guys also know that I probably wasted, well, I did waste almost three minutes bragging about Bryce Harper, your 2018 home run derby champion. So uh, in, in an epic fashion, walk off like, like he should. I couldn't have been happier. I'm not kidding you. I don't care if it would have been the other way around if Schwerber would have batted last. I was scripted. I would have. And, and they need to do something like this for All Star Week, and it was perfect. My kids loved it. The All Star Game was is what the All Star Game's about. Is what All Star Week's about. It's the game. It's the Midsummer's Night's Classic. It's what it's all about. And I don't watch Home Run Derby. The la- you know Home Run Derby to me is the 1959 game show with Mark Scott going. 
Willie May Willie Mays versus Mickey Mantle here on Home Run Derby. Okay, you know. and that's what I was getting at before we the volume issue. You said you'd rather watch kickers kick their. Um, it's like it's like watching kickers but kick I feel field goals. Like, I feel like you would. You like that um, uh, when they used to have different like football players do like different. Uh, athletic things on the field like, like the, superstars yeah 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 yeah. i watched the superstars but that was you know that the was super, the superstars had the night off because they're in first place with the new york yankees so uh <laughs> gene carlos stan and, and the aaron judge said uh no you guys go ahead we, we've we've already done this before the i'm talking about the superstars when they would have like you know joe frazier nearly dying in a swimming pool at pepperdine university trying to swim i mean yeah. that's i mean that was there was some there was some interest in that but Watching field goal kickers kick sixty-yard field goals, or watching um, home run derby or the slam dunk contest. The last slam dunk contest I watched was when Jordan beat Wilkins in '88, and they should have said, "That's it, close the door, we're done," because nothing can top that. How great that was at the stadium! I mean, watching the home run derby is sort of like watching last year Battle of the Network Stars, seeing you know. 60-year-old Mackenzie Phillips running against 60-year-old Lisa it's like Wetchell. The, it's like watching the challenge on MTV. I don't even watch. The, I, the last, I can't tell you what MTV's got on, <laughs> except they don't, they don't show music videos anymore. That's all I know. <laughs> when did you get glasses? Uh, I got them last week. I'm getting older now. Oh, man. Yeah. So I, to read the screen or whatever else, <laughs> I'd put it on. And I wanted to look smart because Stocking's a genius. <laughs> But I, I had to read the screen. I have to do this now or whatever else. I'm old. <laughs> I've finally gotten older, and they're like, hey, you have to... I'm, Wait till you get my age. <laughs> what, what, I'm older than you. I'm 43. Oh, okay. Well, we're paddling the same boat then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a further up... I'm further up the uh, yeah, <laughs> stream. Not, not that much, though. I'm 42. I tell you, okay, you didn't watch it. You caught it. Did you do trivia last night? Yeah. Caught it afterwards or whatever else? I was, I was watching. I mean... So Dude, I, it was. I'm sorry. I thought it was a blast. You know, you're. It, 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 I thought. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was crazy good. Like it wasn't insane. It wasn't epic. It was just a. It was a good home run derby. Yeah. Part of the thing is the the stadium Har- makes Harper, sense. Harper's costume was cute. Yeah, he looked great. I mean, but he, the he other had thing fun is, with everything about it. He had fun with the camera. He looked great. He but, won the whole thing. But here's the other but people thing. Just, here's the, the, okay, the stadium also ask. makes it. I mean. You know when, when you have when they had the one at Fenway Park and the one at Yankee Stadium and when they go to Wrigley Field eventually again and when they go to Dodger Stadium, the stadium makes it. Nationals Park, it's a new stadium. It's like 10, 12 years old since the Nationals moved there. It doesn't have the, you know, epic drama that Fenway or Yankee Stadium or Dodger Stadium would provide it's sort of like oh yeah it's another you know new park you know that they that they've never been to and they'll probably won't be there again until 2040 something what is the what is the hate on bryce harper do you like him stocking i i don't like the i don't like the i don't i don't like his uh actions on the field and i'm not talking about last time i'm not talking about the 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 flamboyance. I'm talking about him not knowing when to not get thrown out of games. Now, you, granted, this year he hasn't been thrown out yet, so maybe he's maturing. Are you, you going to like him when he's a, when he's a Cub? I don't think he's. You sign Bryce Harper, you're going to have to give up signing Chris Bryant or and 
and or Anthony Rizzo. You're not the Cubs can't. I mean, they're raining as much money out of Wrigley Field as possible. And yeah, I know they got this new Cubs TV deal that they're going to be uh, promoting in the next year or two. But you're not. Gonna, I mean, there's there's just an infinite amount of money that you can spend, and I don't think the Cubs are going to be able to spend. You know what the money to get Harper, and then you know all this money that they're already got to Darvish and to Rizzo and to Brian and Brian and Rizzo's contracts are coming up. They're going to have to resign Contreras and Baez. I mean, those are some, and possibly Schwarber. I mean, those are some very big contracts that are going to be coming due. Hendricks is going to be wanting to get paid. I mean, you know, there is all, and then once, Foster. but once you get past. <laughs> Once you get past the excise, the the, ca- the the limit on the excise tax, it's dollar for dollar. So if you spend, if you spend a hundred million dollars over the excise over the cap limit or whatever, you know, it, it's not cap limit, but it's, they, there's a part where they that they say for after that you have to pay dollar for dollar in excise in and in a tax essentially. I mean, you're looking at maybe if you go over by a hundred million. You have to pay two hundred million essentially. I mean, and that's some really big money. I mean, you know, you look at teams like the Yankees. I mean, even the Yankees for years, the biggest spenders in baseball. They have their own network, Yes Network. They're not over the cap anymore. They're not over. They're not even the number one spender. I think the Dodgers are number one, and I think the Red Sox are probably two. I think the Yankees are down as low as seventh. I think I saw them. I mean, and for a team that was built on. George Steinberg is saying, I will pay any dollar, the best of the best comes to New York, and I will sign any free agent that I, that I can because I have the financial wherewithal to do it. That's pretty stunning that the Yankees are as low as seventh, I once saw. Hmm. Um, we'll get more into the talk like that about Machado and everything else. Uh, the, uh, real quick. The, the, did you hear about the controversy, Serge? I know we talked about it beforehand. No. <clears throat> What's that? Supposedly, you're supposed to watch. The, you're supposed the ball's supposed to land before you can hit the next pitch. Okay. And Harper's I, dad I, was chucking him in there. I saw something about. He that. hit nine home runs in thirty seconds, and uh, he wasn't. It, I mean, who cares? Yeah, I mean. And on top of it, are you going to tell Bryce Harper's dad to not do it? That guy's just a monster. He's a beast. So. They're saying it was shady that he hit too fast, huh? Yeah, they, they weren't landing. They were just chucking mm. him. That's an advantage. But you're not. the rule is it's supposed to land before you do the next one. But right. They, it's, that's the thing. You can, he just knows. They, they both know. He's been thrown to his son so long, it's they like it's gone. what? Then it's gone. Home run, next. Yeah, you got to wait till it lands, though. But he, they know. They don't need to. They don't need to watch it. That's, but that's an advantage, though. You can hit more home runs mm-hmm. if you just keep chucking them in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you got to play by the rules, man. Well, I think the brother-in-law is right. That's actually on the umpire behind the plate. Not, right. and not The umpire doesn't want to tell Bryce Harper's dad what to do. Not in right. Washington, I mean. Yeah. You know, next year when, when the All-Star game is in wherever, I mean, maybe, yeah, then maybe they'll say, no, no Bryce, you have to wait. And, yeah. I will say that Erickson said you care when you had a bet on Schwarber to win. He's right. I, I did get into a pool, and I didn't get a draft of Harper. I had uh, my guys, both of my guys went out in the first round. I had Bregman and Baez. I was on the turn. I had the fourth. And th- you just don't have the rule. Don't have this. It has to land. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to have it, enforce it. It's an exhibition that they're – I don't – yeah. It, it, I, I'm okay with that. They should just yeah. just don't have just the rule. Don't, just don't have the because, rule. Because, yeah. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a contest. It's like – 
the all-star game in basketball, that you want to see points. You know, don't be calling travels and don't be, you know, taken away from the crowd. Well, like, um, but you don't, know, but if don't you, give one guy an advantage. Over well, another. here's the thing. They used to have 10 outs, right. and then they did away with that for mm-hmm. some other reason. I like the 10 outs or whatever. I, I you know, do, too. I don't like know, this extra time for every, yeah, every bonus. Over, you have to hit two over 440. Two over 440. You get 30 seconds yeah. per yeah, the, maximum the, of two. It's, 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 it's t- too ticky-tacky for me. It's getting too gammed up for me. Right. You know, Let's you know if you're gonna have home run derby, you know you, you get ten outs, you're out, you're yeah. done. You Can know. we just all agree that it's just great that Chris Berman wasn't calling this anymore? Yeah. I like Chris Berman. <laughs> oh no, not in the home run I'm derby a, though. I'm a Chris Berman fan. I like go. You know. Same thing every single time. Well, <laughs> yeah, but tonight you're gonna hear Joe Bucko loud out. Oh, that's another loud out. Joe Buck can be done too. <laughs> they should if Fox wants to save money. Hire me. Hire me to do the All-Star Game, and I'm not going to be one of these whiny ESPN announcers who goes, oh, the game's in... I listened to that one night, the Sunday night broadcasters whining about the length about a game going in the 10th or 11th inning. I'm like going, what is wrong with you people? I mean, extra in games start turning to telephone games the longer they go. Right. You know, you get a game that goes to the 12th, 13th, 14th inning, people will... I mean, that's like a telephone game. It's like you have to have the right amount of excitement. Like you can't be too much, can't be too little. Like he's ready to say he likes the he likes the clock. It creates more excitement with the derby now. The ten ounces is boring. I didn't think the ten ounces is boring. No, I I understand what he's saying. How it kind of drug on, or it was but like well, like the ESPN announcers earlier this season during a game were bemoaning the the Sunday night broadcasters. We're bemoaning the fact that a game was going into extra innings. And it's like, that is what is great about baseball. There is no time limit. You have a game that could go 12, 13, 14, 15 innings. I mean, I remember a game in 97 between the Astros and the Cubs, a very forgettable game, that the game went into extra innings. And in the 14th inning, Harry Carey saying, take, son, take me out to the ball game a second time. Without Gary, because they, they sent Gary Pressing on because they have a rule you can't play music in Wrigleyville after 10 o'clock. So he, Harry's saying, saying it, and he didn't care what was, what was going to happen. And then the 15th, Turk Wendell blew up, and Turk Wendell threw his glove and hat into the stands after he got pulled. I mean, that was – I mean, you stayed up for that. There was a game between the Cubs and Astros a few years back down Minute Maid where the – where the Cubs had no reserves left. They, the, the last nine players were the nine on the field they were going to go with and pray that they didn't have an injury or an ejection. Otherwise, they would have had to forfeit for not having enough players. And the game went 18 innings, and the Cubs won like 2-1. to one. I mean, you know, those type of games are games that people remember because of the length of the game. It's sort of like, a t- it's sort of like Bob Cast. I went to a broadcasting camp, and Bob Cast just said, the Cubs-Cardinals game that he called in 84, which I think is the greatest game I ever saw, was like the telephone game. It was like people were picking up the telephone and saying, are you watching the game on Channel 6? Talking to Ryan Sandberg, Bruce? Yes. Okay. And he said it was like watching the telephone game because people were getting on the phone saying, are you watching the game on Channel 6? No. Well, you better turn on because something crazy is going to happen because it's 9-9 in the 10th. 
or Sandberg just went deep a second time off of Suter. It's 10, it's 11-11 going to the 11th. I mean, those are the type of things that baseball is built on. And having that as an excitement to draw people, that draws people into the tent that maybe wouldn't watch it otherwise. Or maybe that's their first view of baseball. You know, don't bemoan the fact that the game, I mean, if you want to bemoan the fact that the game's taking three hours to play nine innings or takes four hours, that's an argument I'm willing to have. And yes, they need to, you know, there should be no reason to get of nine inning games go, goes four hours. But don't be crying about the game going 11 or 12 innings because that's baseball. I mean. Well, let's focus on the All-Star game because okay. I know you're going to have a prediction. Yes. All right. There have been 88 All-Star games. Mm-hmm. It is dead even at 43 and 43 with two ties. All right? And each league has scored 361 runs. So this is, a, this is the rubber match now. Not really, but, I mean, for yeah. this, it, it is for now. We looked at all the things from first inning and whatnot. Um, what, what do you like here? Um, well, I'm, I got a stat for you. Okay. A, a history stat. There have been three All-Star games in Washington. The losing team has scored three runs each time. In 1937, the AL beat the NL 8-3. Mm-hmm. In 1956, it was 7-3 National League. And the last time they played in Washington, which was 1969, was 9-3 National League. And that was the last time an po- a All-Star game got postponed. They, it was supposed to be played Tuesday night. It rained. They played it Wednesday afternoon, it was, which is also the last afternoon start for an All-Star game. So... I, my prediction, it, you're going to see another three runs scored by the losing team. National League wins 6-3. to three. I like the National League. I'm a National Leaguer. I, I just think that the National League will, pl- will have they'll – they'll play better, and they got, I think they got better pitching. Max Scherzer is my – five for the National League. Really? Yeah. So it's pitching. Max Scherzer is my uh, MVP pick. I think he's going to go two innings and strike, and strike out six. No. I think he's going to strike out. There, the, this is the most strikeouts I've ever seen in baseball. Max Scherzer's the I don't bet on I don't bet money. I don't bet money. Because a fool and his money are soon parted. That's not what I asked. I said, what do you want to bet? I'm Mike not Trout. betting. <laughs> you say you don't want to bet money. Mike Trout has been in four All-Star or games. Anything. And he's gotten, a hit in, he's gotten a hit in the first inning in all four of them. Now, obviously, he could still strike out three. But... I think Max Scherzer is going to be the MVP. It's his park. It's set up for him to be the star. I mean, he's the best pitcher in baseball. I mean, you know, Kershaw's great, but, I mean, Max Scherzer has been the man the last couple of years. I mean, it's just that he's on a team that hasn't gotten very far, mainly because of their manager, Dusty Baker, but who they're saying could be in line in St. Louis. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, that's another topic altogether. Uh, who, who's going to happen after Matheny? More things that missed since we've been on break. Um, let's switch over to football real quick. Well, let's go. Let's oh, okay. talk about Matheny. Okay. I think you know the Cub fans are upset that Matheny got fired because we have seven games against the Cardinals. Four on four starting this week at Wrigley. Three the following weekend. So Cub fans are like going, "We just lost seven wins." I mean. You know, Matheny was Matheny had lost that. Matheny, the reason Matheny got fired was because Matheny had lost control of that team. He had lost the clubhouse. From what I've read, he's lost the clubhouse. He's lost. He lost the team. They were going through the motions. You can't get beat 
by the Cincinnati Reds at home like they were. I think they were on a six-game losing streak when they, when they pulled the plug on Matheny. So, I, I mean, I think they had to do something with Matheny. Um, now, the question is, will the Cardinals be sellers or buyers? What happens when they, the, with those seven games with the Cubs will determine whether they are, they are sellers or buyers. They're four out of the wild card, seven and a half out of the division. I don't know. If I'm the Cardinals, I think they have to think about being sellers because they have to replenish the farm system. And they're, I mean, they could maybe, maybe they're going to go all in on a guy, but they're not going to get Machado. I don't really see another free agent, you know, another mm-hmm. big trade option that they're going to be able to, to get and plug in. And I just think if the Cardinals are smart, replenish the farm system, be sellers, and they have to be really delicate what they're going to do with Yadier Molina because Molina is the face of the team. He's 36 years old. He's been a lifelong Cardinal. Do you start, how do you ease, do you start to ease him out because they have Carson Kelly and then there's another guy in the minors that they're really high on it that's a catcher. How do you, you know, it's the age-old baseball question. You have a superstar, you have a, you have a superstar who's aging. How do you gracefully move him to pasture without either ticking him or his fan base off? Because you don't want to throw him out and then he says, I'm going to Chicago and I'm going to be a cub for a year or two and come back and make your life torture because you, you know. Yeah, you de- got rid of me. Yeah, because you did him wrong. I mean, the, and the question is, are they going to, you know, I've heard Joe Girardi. I've heard Dusty Baker. I've heard Jose Akendo. There's rumors that maybe Mark McGuire, you know, they'll stay What's in the fan. With their, with their interim, with Schilt. I don't. I there, mean, there's, I there's think, a lot of talk about saying that's it's his job to lose. He's got deep roots in the organization. He know he, like there's nothing right, bad about him I, staying there. I don't. I think that the Cardinals are going to go for the big name hire. The, the Cardinals have always gone right. for a big name hire. Um, you know when when they when they finally threw away when they finally cut ties with Vern Rapp in the in. In 1980, it was Whitey Herzog. Then when Herzog left, they bumbled through a few years. Then they had Joe Torre, who did not succeed. Right. Then they got rid of him, and all. And Mike Jorgensen replaced him in season. That was the last time the Cardinals fired a manager in season. And then they got Tony La Russa, and Tony La Russa became a Hall of Fame. You know, if he wasn't already a Hall of Famer, he solidified his Hall of Fame credentials in St. Louis. And then you had, and then when uh, Larusa retired, they had Matheny. Now they're, I think they're going to go for another big name hire, which means that at the end of the season, unless Shield goes takes them to the playoffs, I think they'll be looking for. Uh, they'll look at like a, I doubt a Dusty Baker, but Joe Girardi, Jose Akendo, especially if they want to stay in the family. Jose Akendo, I've heard rumors that Yadier Molina would be interested in being a player manager in 2020. That was on ESPN last night. Um, Mark McGuire, even though McGuire's got some issues with, you know, with the way he's, with some of his maturity level as a coach, he's had a few brawls. And, um, you know, obviously is the issue of the Andro Steen, you know, 
possibly him. Possibly I've heard Barry Bonds might be in the hopper, but you know I don't think Barry Bonds can can send players up to up to bat with needles hanging out of them. Yeah, it's going to be a long shot for McGuire and Bonds to yeah, be a manager. I but, just don't see that coming. But you know maybe a Greg Maddox. You know. If they go outside the family, there's a Greg Maddox. But if they stay in the family, I think it's going to be a Kendo, maybe a Molina. I mean, there's going to. I think the Cardinal, the Cardinals will not suffer from a dearth of candidates because they are traditionally no, a great franchise. But for the but for the Cardinals, the thing that irks them is for the first time since 1926, Cub fans can go. We won a World Series before the last team to win a World Series between us and you was us. The last time Cub fans could say that was, you know, before last year was 1926. And for the Cardinals, who were the model franchise, even Theo Epstein goes, we want to be the, we want to do the Cardinal way. I mean, for the Cardinals, I mean, that's got to be, you know, it's got to be great, absolutely grating on them. It's sort of like, you know, it's sort of like Cowboy fans. We can't stand hearing Eagles fans go, we won a super. We won the Super Bowl. Blah blah blah. You know we're the we're the model franchise. We're like going, you guys. You know, you know, you know. It's sort of like you know you don't you don't want to hear, you know you don't want to hear kid brother you know bragging. It's sort of like you know Iowa fans. They love to go Hawkeye State. It's a Hawkeye State. I go yeah, it's a Hawkeye State, but it's a Cyclone Nation. You're a yeah. Cowboy fan. Let's yeah. back this up. Yes, yeah. I am a Dallas Cowboy fan. I grew up watching Roger Staubach. Tony Dorsett, Tony Hill, Doomsday, the man with the funny hat. I mean, I grew up watching that. I mean, the Cowboys, the, because that's why, that's why in this T-Ray, area. That's why you and T-Ray get along. This, in this area, in, this, in the late 70s, early 80s, the, the Cowboys were either on Monday Night Football three times a night or Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football. They were always on Thanksgiving Day, and when they would be the late game or the early game on, a single, on the single header, we usually got them in the Quad Cities, unless the Bears were playing. The Bears would knock them off. But I remember one year the Bears were playing the Raiders, and they got that game got preempted for a Cowboys Redskins game. So I mean, you know, the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys were the dominant team in the early in the late seventies, early eighties. It's sort of like right now with the Patriots. You're gonna have kids who twenty years from now will be still talking about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the Patriots, like. Like, like I am talking about the Cowboys because that's the team they've grown up watching because the Patriots are always in the playoffs like the Cowboys were. They're always making deep runs like the Cowboys did. And, you know, as a kid, you know, you start watching that. I mean, especially when I was a kid, we didn't have NFL Sunday ticket. We didn't have all the, you know, we had NBC. Why not the Bears, though? It's, well, it's okay. I, I mean, I grew I, up I, watching I, the Bears also. Yeah. I was a Bears and Cowboys fan growing up because those were the two teams we always got. And then when the Bears fired Dicka, I'm like going, I'm out. <laughs> All right. So what do you think about this T.O. nonsense? Oh, him going to the CFL. I mean, Let's no, do first no, things first. His, his Hall of Fame. But he, uh, he yeah. was not going. Hey, to, he wants to go to CFL. My point proven. What? Why I said T.O. sucks. Yes, he's one of the best receivers of all time. I say he's a pompous ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, is, he is. He's pompous from the word go. Not going to the Hall of Fame because he feels like he should have been in earlier. That's ridiculous. Yes, I mean, here. that's absolutely, absolutely terrible. So the Hall of Fame says we're gonna say, fine. We'll send you. We'll send you. We're gonna mail you your jacket. Yeah, but we're not putting together any type of like 
highlight montage video nope. package. I don't even think like they should recognize. Him. I don't think they should either. They're going. They're they're not. They're just gonna. But they are gonna give him his. They're gonna give him his jacket right. and his lifetime pass and free and admission. His rain and, and, and and they'll no, have I, his bust in. I, I, I agree. With you. I don't think he's. If, I know if you're not going to this. You're not in. I mean, well, here's the thing. I don't mind. You know, he doesn't want to go. That's fine. But your your bust is gonna be at the back of the at the hall. Yeah, we're gonna send you your rain. And send you your jacket and pass, but you're going to be essentially invited. Uh, you're essentially enshrined, but not invited. What are there? There's seven guys being inducted. Yes, that takes away from all those other guys, like Jerry sure, Kramer. Sure does. I, I, that's that's the worst thing about it. Absolutely, you guys, no. you got. Well, I mean, like Ken Stabler, who's one of the, who is a great quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks that, uh, when I was little. He died before he got in the Hall of Fame. He wanted in the Hall of Fame, and they wait until he died. Same thing with Ron Sano in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, Jerry Kramer, the, who was the great Green Bay guard, he was the one that made the block so Starr could make the quarterback sneak to win, to win the NFL championship game and go to Super Bowl II. He was one of the great linemen in history. He's finally getting in. One, maybe the last Lombardi Packer to get in. And, you know, Jerry Kramer wrote a book called Instant Replay. He's a funny guy. He's, he's still sharp. And he's going to finally get in. And now his, in, his enshrinement is being overshadowed by, by the T.O. By, by by circus. Temp, by T.O.'s tantrum. Yeah. Yep. Who, who wants to play for the Edmonton Eskimos in the CFL now? I, I, the guy is a the guy's an attention hog. He's an attention, you know what? With a W that ends with an E. Um, you know, I mean, the guy is just. I mean, he's. Ta- I mean, he's. Uh, he's not a guy that is that you're going to want to have a beer with. Let's put it that way. I mean, oh, I want to dump one on his head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the thing about playing for the Edmonton Eskimos. I mean, why? <laughs> you know, I mean, you know. Why? What is the point? I mean, he's not, I mean, okay, so you dominate the CFL. Whoop-de-doo. Hey, congratulations. You know, I'd rather watch Gizmo Williams with the Eskim- Edmonton Eskimos in the early 90s than you. You know, I mean, you know, maybe he thinks it will springboard him back into the NFL, but. You know, I don't see him. You know, I like, don't. It, it sucks so bad. This is not going to be the year I remember as Brian Erlacher's induction into the Hall of Fame. This is, we're going to remember it as oh, this is the year T.O. crapped all over everybody else. Yeah, T.O.'s ten, yep. temper tantrum. And you know, if you look at it, T.O.'s not a good teammate. Nope. He was never a good teammate. He, you know, he marooned. He destroyed several franchises. You know, he destroyed Philadelphia the year that after the, the year they won the Super Bowl, the year they won the NF- NFC Championship yes. game and almost beat New England in the Super Bowl. They went to Dallas and acted like a three-year-old down there. I mean, Tio's a three-year-old has has the temper but tantrums a of a three-year-old. Though I mean, he played that Super Bowl on basically a broken leg, and we all remember Tony Romo. That's my quarterback, man. Like, uh, let's uh, bad teammates, but. Yeah, but but it's you also heard yes, you also heard a lot of things out of the Eagle locker room about T.O. and about and out of the Dallas locker room. He's like Brandon Marshall, just a little bit more talented than Brandon Marshall. And we all remember how 
badly Brandon Marshall blew up Denver, Miami, and Chicago. I mean, to me, that's that's what To is. A he's a he's a franchise wrecker. Yeah, and it you're, you're right, Serge. And I hope like with time, you'll remember it. Like this is the year Urlacher goes in the, right. over this. It's. Uh, but the what is the Hall of Fame has to do something back. They can't They're just let him do. No, no. What I'm saying is, you can't fault the. It's like Michael Irving came out and said the Hall of Fame is doing the right thing here. You yeah, can't fault them. They're, they're, they're not going to recognize him. They're not going to make too big of a spectacle out of it. I, I really like what Irving said. It's, yeah, he said, "Dip, they're going to they're going to do their thing. It's his right. It's his right to not come if he doesn't want to. Hmm. But we're not going to make." a bigger deal out of it than it already is. We're just going to leave it the way it is. Yeah, and ignore him, essentially. I, But I think that they should not even allow him to be in. I would put him in, but I would have his exhibit in the back of the hall. See, but that's, but that's making something out of it. No, like, you put it at the back of the hall where people have to, you know, I'm not going to, if I go to the Hall of Fame, I'm not going to go searching actively for T.O.'s bust unless I want to <laughs> throw something at it. But, you know... I mean, I wouldn't even. I would just, you know, he's in, but he's not acknowledged. You know, yeah. you know, he's in, but he's not an acknowledged member. You know, he's in because he was a great player, but he's also acting like a three-year-old until yeah. he, you know. And here's the thing: he's already talking about having his induction or whatever in Chattanooga. Yeah. What? How's he? Uh, is he gonna drop out of Edmonton for a week and say, "Hey, I gotta go to Chattanooga"? Yep. Uh, you know. Of course, yep. and they'll let him do it. Yeah, yeah. of course. Well, yeah, because it still draws it's more attention yeah. to the Edmonton Edmonton Eskimos than himself. Yeah, it, it, of course it does. Almost like the Hamilton Tiger Cats signing Johnny Johnny Manziel yep. or Johnny Trainwreck. <laughs> um. So. You didn't. You didn't watch the home. You didn't watch the home run derby, no. and you didn't watch the World Cup. No, I did not. All right. Uh, do you watch golf? Uh, I watched the John Deere Classic this okay. weekend, and Michael Kim was absolutely stunning. I was, I mean, when he was 15 under after the second round, I'm like going, he's on a pace for 30 under. He almost got it. I mean, 27 under, that's an average of almost, at the John Deere Classic, that's like an average of 64 around. Just, you know, three 64s and a 65. Is he not playing at the British Open, Michael Kim? Because I'm not finding the line for him right now. Uh, he should be. He went on the plane. I mean, he's eligible. I mean, if you win the you win the John Deere, you can play the next that yeah, next week. I, at I the, understand at how the that, open. I understand how it works. I'm just. I don't think he's. I'm not seeing a line on him right now. Uh, the favorites to win this week uh, start with Dustin Johnson at plus one thousand, Justin Rose at plus twelve hundred, Ricky Fowler at plus twelve hundred, Rory. Plus fourteen hundred, John Ram plus the same names. Tommy, yeah. cool guy, Tommy Fleetwood at plus fifteen hundred. Speeth at plus seventeen hundred. Brooks Kepka plus two thousand. Justin Thomas plus two thousand. Tiger Woods plus two thousand. And um, Eldrick's already complaining about the speed of the greens. I saw something this morning that said he's up. He's concerned about the speed of the greens or something at the open. And for Tiger, he or Eldrick as I call him because I have a problem calling a forty-year-old man Tiger. Uh, he, he's got to get to the greens first, and then and not get in those uh, those uh, bunkers that they have over there because those bunkers are not like American bunkers. There's this talk about this uh, matchup between Tiger and Phil. Will you watch that? 
if it's on prime time, like when they had that Duval oh, thing, uh, Batter Boulder, whatever no, it was? No, probably not. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, really, if, if you wanted to have Eldrick versus Phil, that should have happened <laughs> 10, 12 years ago when they were both, I mean, Eldrick's, what, 40, 41, Phil's 48. I mean, maybe they'll each have one more Sunday run at Augusta, but to watch them paddle around a course right now, I mean, both both guys are. I mean, the 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 courses that they used to dominate are no longer they're no longer dominating because they made them proof. Yeah. And golf uh, golf has changed. Stocking. If they put this thing on head to head, this will be have higher ratings than uh, Masters Sunday. It, oh, I don't know about Masters Sunday. Because oh yes, the Masters. I mean. Master Sunday, you'll even ha- you have the you know you have the um, you have the curious and the fan that knows that exact same thing is. you're getting the same person the average fan that they're going to watch this matchup over anything else. I don't. I I honestly it's a ten don't, million dollar purse, right? But I, I don't see it being. I don't see the average fan sitting through two guys. Just hitting, going around the golf course, and probably shooting over seventy. I mean, you know, and they both, and both of them. I mean, in their primes, yes, it would have been must see TV. But like when they had, when it was Woods versus Garcia and Woods versus David Duvall, and you know when they did that originally. But now it's sort of like, you know, we've seen things like this, you know, and you know, there's still a lot of golf fans that are upset with. Phil Mickelson for hitting the ball twice. There's still a lot of fans that are that have not forgiven Woods for you know having you know be playing his best when when uh, adult actresses were present. Um, I mean, you know, maybe back in 2004, 2005, yes, but 2018, I don't know if it's going to be an, as easy of a sell as it was back then. It will be it will be big, especially if they're playing it on a Monday night. Um, well, they, if they play on a Monday night, it can't be. Uh, if they start playing, if they play it on uh, once the NFL starts, no one's going to watch. Well, that's why they have to do it soon. I mean, the first they're usually played in August before the NFL starts. Yeah. So, um, what showdown at Sherwood was ninety nine, then battle at Bighorn, and that was August. Also, you can get that at, by the end of August. You can get that in. You're fine. Um, so yeah, they're, they got a 6.1 Nielsen rating in 2001. Mm-hmm. That's, let's see where else we got some other ones. A 7.6 Nielsen rating in, in 2000, the very first one. And they got a 6.9, that was the second one. The, the 1999, the original one, they got a 6.9 national, uh, national rating. It's higher than what have been predicted by ABC thought had it. So they're still going to, I'm telling you, they'll still flirt around to seven Nielsen rating. I think uh, I would probably say around a five. Nielsen okay, ratings, the 2002 was a 5.1 Nielsen rating. That might be where they're at uh, this time. Starts to go down with names, goes down to 4.6 when you have uh, 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 Woods and Garcia, but then they had another paired with Ernie Els and uh, Phil Mickelson. So it does start to go down as time goes on. As time goes on. But I think bringing it back now. It would be pretty high. I'd rather see like Jordan Spieth versus like a Zach Johnson or you know something like that. 
Yeah, that's not as that's not as storybook as these two though. Storybook for these two would be them going, them being the last round, the last pairing on Masters Sunday. That's that's right. or the, or at the U.S. Open, but, but a made-for-TV event isn't right. isn't storybook. It's sort of like they got to do something. You know, it's sort of like sort of like you were saying earlier with the home run derby. It was scripted. I mean, you know, there's no drama in this. It's just two guys going out and playing golf. Okay, I stand corrected, though. It, it probably would not match the Masters 2018 because they got an 8.7. Yeah, Masters. I mean, the Masters Sunday, the Masters draw in not only the curious, but the, you know, the, the, the one, you know, you hear people, which golf, what, what golf match did you watch last? The Masters. The Masters. I mean, that's what, um, that's, you know, everyone watches the Masters Sunday at Augusta. That's the that's the history. That's the big uh, storyline. I still think though I, the two names are are still big enough to make a draw, and especially the ten. I think the purse is really what everyone else is looking at as well. Ten million is a lot. What, what are they doing with the money? They get ten million dollars. I don't know. <laughs> it's, but are they donating it or no? They didn't. They didn't say it is. It basically, when Phil talked about it and like why to do it, he said. It, neither one of us need the money, but ten million makes it interesting. That's right. what he, they said. Why they said why ten million, not just a million? He said because ten million makes it interesting. Right. That's all. It was it had nothing to do with uh, anything else. Um, uh, they they have odds on this or whatever else. Like they have prop bets. Um, Erickson alluded to it earlier. Um, odds to win it. Uh, Tigers two to three, uh, and he's also got the spread. Tigers minus one and a half holes. Um, will it take place? Most likely, it's looking like best odds are in October or December, and then they actually have like broadcasts who will air the event. Uh, ABC, NBC, interesting ones like Netflix, <laughs> YouTube. The people jumping in there for the rights of this. They have the odds on Tiger shirt color. Uh, red and white are both tied at three to one, and uh, odds of a hole in one by either player almost four hundred to one. Odds of penalty stroke is assessed by either player is twenty five to one. So odds that they hit uh, that one of uh, that one of the balls hits a adult actress watching her boy her her, yeah. her guy Eldrick. I mean, and they actually have hundred like, to odds one. You could do the undercard as well, but what's the undercard? It, no, they said if there was to, who would be playing on the undercard. They're, they have different people to pick. On I there. would say Jordan Spieth. He's uh, he's up there, but they go as far as Bill Murray, John Smoltz, Justin Timberlake, Steph Curry. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Charles Barkley, goes all the way down to that type of list. Tony Romo? <laughs> Romo is, is – there's a full list. I'm sure he's on there. He's got to be. I Didn't mean, he just win a tournament uh, celebrity? Well, I think they usually have that celebrity Tahoe tournament. The yeah, I don't know about that, but I know that usually they have the celebrity Tahoe event coming up. Hmm. No, it's the, the full list in here. They don't, I, broadcast. Uh, no, he's not listed on here. Wow. Tony Romo, which is oh, I'm, I apologize. He's thirty nine to one. See, he's right between uh, Charles Barkley, Barkley, and uh, Lexi Thompson. Now, did Bryson DeChambeau make it to the Brit, to the Open, or is he? Did he withdraw because he withdrew? He's from in. The, he's in the odds. Okay, All right, So I don't know if he's the, going to withdraw because, because of he his withdrew wrist. from the classic. Yes, but he you is know. in the odds that 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 I looked up for it. So he's because um, he withdrew from the classic on the sixteenth on day one. Yes. 
Uh, he's down here. Uh, he's plus nine thousand. So he's a, he's a long shot, and I don't I haven't heard anything about him as well uh, since then. So hopefully he's better. I, again, we have to keep our eye on Michael Kim. See how he does. Uh, I I honestly I've gone. I didn't even see how that kid, that NCAA champion kid, did that. Brock Everett. The one who he won. was he did well the first day, but I don't know what he did on day two. Gotcha. Um, because he was my second pick. I picked Ben Silverman to win it, and he got he was he made the cut and made the second cut, but he was like seventeen strokes back. So <laughs> going into the fourth round, so I, I don't think he won. <laughs> Switching gears here a little bit. Ezra has bring up something on Twitter. He said you answered a question a couple weeks back on Twitter. What is your favorite non-championship team of your favorite teams? So, like, if you go back to and you go to – you tell stories. Remember you here before and you told stories about the 1969 Cubs. That would be a non-championship team. Right. They're, of your favorite teams. They're one of my favorite. My nine, the nine, 1969 Cubs, um, the 19 um, – Iowa State, the, 30, the 1938 and 1976 Cyclones uh, in football – the 44 Cyclones in basketball who uh, were told, if you win the West Regional Final, uh, you will not be, you cannot, the, the, because most of the players were in the Navy, because Iowa State had the Navy V-12 program, and they could only be off campus for a certain amount of time. They had, our, they had told the NCAA, we will play the West Regional Final against Utah, but we cannot go to New York. The Navy will not let us go to New York. So Utah was told, regardless of what happens, you are going to New York as the West Re- to represent the West Regional. Mm-hmm. And Iowa State, of course, lost. But, I mean, the, the, the fact that Iowa State was playing in a Final Four for a national championship and was told, you will not go to New York to play for the championship just boggles the mind. Like, how can that? You know, how can that be? But, you know, that was the way things were back in uh, during the war era. Um, You know, obviously the teams that I went, you know, when I was at Iowa State, those teams were special also because even though they didn't win, you know, I knew a lot of them personally. Did you know Troy Davis? I did not know Troy Davis personally. I did not have him in class. Um, Troy, I remember, though, the day that Troy – announced he was going in the NFL draft. We were notified at 11 o'clock, and it was going to be announced at 1 o'clock. And we were told, you cannot breathe a word of this because we want to get Troy out of Ames. So that way, you know, we want to get him out of Ames and on a plane back home to Florida Mm -hmm. because, you know, we don't want an incident because people wanted Troy to stay. I don't understand. What incident would they be? Alluding to. That's what we were told. They didn't want, you know, an incident of somebody trying to keep Troy at the from getting on the plane or you know Yeah. You know, they wanted him to get on the plane, you know, no 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 you know, just like he was going back to back home for Christmas, but he wasn't gonna be coming back. And we were told we can't tell anybody. So for two hours I'm like, you know, keeping my mouth shut, you know, going, you know, I wish I could tell somebody and, I mean, but that was how it was handled. Um, and he, he got on a plane about noon, and it was announced at 1 o'clock that he was foregoing his last year of eligibility and entering the NFL draft. Do you remember as, him at the Heisman ceremony? 
I was I wasn't there, but I do no re- on television. I do remember watching it, but yeah. I didn't. I I mean, I didn't meet Troy. I didn't know Troy that well. Okay. I never met him. I I mean, I don't even recall seeing him around campus. I mean, probably not. I had kids like I went to. I don't think I, but, he went to campus. Well, but you know, I I had class with guys like Kelvin Cato and Kenny Pratt. Um, I had African history at eight a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Friday as a junior and. They would come in about eight thirty. You know, the, the the basketball boys would roll in. There were like four or five of them, so I knew them. I mean, and I got to know several of the players on the other teams because I worked in athletic media relations my last two years. So I got to meet, you know, the a lot of the girl basketball play, a lot of the women's basketball players, a lot of the a couple of the volleyball players, you know, a few of the swimmers because the swimmers were in the dorms that we were in. Because they they would swim at Byer Hall, so their mm-hmm. dorms that was right ne- and my dorm uh, Helzer Hall was right next to Byer Hall, so they would you know that's where they were uh, located. So I got to meet uh, quite a few athletes at Iowa State, and you know I got to know them. And you know you, when you meet them and get you know it's sort of like with you with Bettendorf, you know you know some of the kids from Bettendorf that you know you obviously played on some of their teams, you know like Tavian Banks and that, so you knew them. Yeah. You know that's sort and there and those are things that you remember, obviously. Uh, okay, um, let's switch over real quick. Talk to me about your uh, Cyclones this year in college football. Um, it's going to be interesting this year. Uh, their schedule is not easy. Their first six games are going to be if they're two if they're better than two and four after their first six games, it's going to be. It could be. It will be surprising. Their first six games, South Dakota State, they better win that one. Mm-hmm. At Iowa, that's going to be a tough game. Then they got home Oklahoma at home. The last time they beat Oklahoma at home was 1960. The Eisenhower was still president. They had not yet had the election for Kennedy and Nixon. That was the weekend leading into that election. Home to Akron. Akron's terrible. Um at TCU, at Oklahoma State, and then, oh, now you start the second half of the season with West Virginia. Um, it's going to be I, – I, I have Iowa – I would love to see Iowa State go 12-0, and 0, but um, if you put a gun to my mom's head and ask me what I think the record will be, I would say 5-7. and seven. What the heck? I would say 5-7, and 3-6 and six in conference. I think they will lose to Kansas. I have Kansas upsetting both TCU and Iowa State in Lawrence. Football? Football. TCU. Here's the thing. Kansas always plays Iowa State tough in Lawrence, especially in Lawrence. They also have had a history of nearly beating TCU. A couple of years ago when TCU was like unbeaten, Top four in the nation. Kansas was up 28-14, I think, late in the fourth quarter and blew it. I mean, TCU – I mean, Kansas does play TCU and Iowa State tough in Lawrence. And they always play a a named team tough in Lawrence. A couple years ago it was Texas. I think they'll play – I think they'll get TCU. I think then they'll, they'll take that momentum and upset Iowa State the week after. My big upset is Purdue upsetting Ohio State in Ross AD. Really? Yes. I think Purdue upsets Ohio State in West Lafayette. Because that's another traditional Ohio State. Like the year they won the championship with Krenzel, 
and that running back, uh, Maurice Claret. Mm-hmm. It was Craig Carantzell having to throw, having to throw a 48-yard touchdown pass on fourth and two with under two minutes to go to beat Purdue 10-6. Purdue is, and Purdue is a good team. They went to a bowl game last year. They won the bowl game. They, they, beat, I mean, they beat Iowa like a drum in Iowa City. I mean, and they've got a great coach in Jeff Brom. Purdue will upset Ohio State in Rossi. I don't know, Stocking. They have a bye the next week. There's no, like, trap game there, and Nebraska's following that. That's a tough call, bud. I'm going with Purdue to upset Ohio State in Ross AD. I mean, they have Indiana, Minnesota, then Purdue. They, they, yeah, I mean, I, there's just no trap game, but I, 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 I if like, you say so. I like Purdue in that one. I mean, you know, there's and that's why it's an upset. I think mm-hmm. the, another upset will be Toledo upsetting Miami of Florida. I like that pick. In, in, the, in, in Toledo especially. And that game, and that's where it's at. That game's in Toledo. That's why I'm picking. How did Miami get into uh, home and away with Toledo? Yeah, good question. I mean, I think the the problem with Miami is the problem for Miami is even though they're in the ACC, a lot of teams don't want to play them because of the tradition. Because honestly, no one goes to games in South Florida. I mean, so I think Miami was like, we want to play, you know, we want, you know, we need opponents. And Toledo says, yeah, we'll be, we're willing to play you home and away. Mm -hmm. I mean, they played Iowa State home and away. So, I mean, I could see why Miami said, all right, we'll play Toledo home and away. We'll get a decent gate in, you know, in in Ohio. And Mark Richt is the coach at at Miami. And, he might want to start, you know, there, Ohio's a very fertile. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Year. That's a good point to get him out there, get a little bit more exposure up there. I mean, they don't need that much more, but no, that's a good point. Yeah, and it also shows, hey, Miami's willing to go places. I mean, you know, the, the team that's got a tough non-conference schedule is Northern, Northern Illinois. They play at Iowa. They play, uh, I think, Utah. They play at Florida State, and they play at somebody else. I mean, they've got – I mean – their non-conference schedule is one of the, is very tough. I mean, they'll do well in the MAC, but they may not even get to a bowl because they'll go zero and four in the non-conference. Hmm. Um. All right, well, that's going to have to wrap it up for today. Uh, we're roughly at about the hour-long minute stocking. Um, always love having you, my no friend. Problem. Thank you. Look forward to uh, anything that you're going to be doing for. Um, High school football. Follow you on uh, Twitter at Brian Stocking, and the same thing with the hashtag Stockpile. Yep. Um, what do you like? Uh, let's talk about real quick real, the girl baseball or girls softball. We have assumption, assumption in, in Pleasant Valley. Assumptions in the semis. Assumptions in the pl- uh, semis. Uh, Pleasant Valley starts quarterfinals today. I think both could repeat. Cool baseball. And Loiza Muscatine's not a pushover either. Loiza Muscatine's pretty good in two A. And baseball, what are we looking at here? Uh, baseball tomorrow night at Lancer Field. It's going to be West and North Scott. And I think West is going to throw Clayton Nettleton. And the last two years, West has ended North Scott's season. Mm. They'll be going for a three-peat. Assumption baseball? Assumption won last night. They play Central DeWitt, who upset Cedar, Rap- Cedar Rapids Xavier. So it's the winner of North Scott and West are going on to state. They'll go in the 4A, and then and Assumption and the winner of uh, Central DeWitt will go to three in 3A. Oh, and Central DeWitt again has Assumption, huh? This yep. is like, what, the third or fourth year in a row? Uh, I think it, yeah. And yeah. It, 
And Central DeWitt uh, upset Xavier uh, last night, 5-4, to four, so they do have some momentum. I mean, it's not a cakewalk for Assumption. All right. Well, thanks, for everybody, for the comments, for sharing on Facebook. Sorry for the kinks at the beginning. It's been a long week off, and we'll get back to it, and we're back at it tomorrow. Um, again, if you can't watch us on Facebook or anything that happens, you can always download us on podcast, on your Podbean app and your um, – Apple Podcasts. On Twitter, we're at QC Hassle, and I'm at Jay Foss, J-A-Y underscore F-O-S. He's at? Chuggy Shooks. Again, thanks to Brian Stocking. We will talk to you guys a little soon. Everybody, you have a hassle-free day. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the All-Star game. That's right. <laughs>